right now, niggas talk. <laughs> I don't under- I just don't understand why does the Zoom lady gotta be fucking white? Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> What's good, everybody? Welcome to our podcast. We call it Cozy. Oh my motherfucking boots. Oh my 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 I am one half of your host, <laughs> Darren, but you can call me AKA Dad D Mob D Mobius 3, Dr. Mob MD with no fancy degree, DZ Montana and Durante Swing, B Boy Super Rock, 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 the beat so clean. Carlton, Mr. D, Mob Z, and the first name last of all, Dirty D. But I'll just go by Darren. Yeah, it's it's all of it. It's all of it. Thank I hate, you. I hate, I hate, Thank you. I respect it. I respect it so much. <laughs> let let your family see what you're working with. I love that. Bring bring all the names, okay? Got to, got to. Mm-hmm. Hey, love, what you got? Should you know who I am? You said my name. <laughs> you got a whole intro. Okay. Oh, it's the intro. Time. Whole Hi. intro. Hello, my name is A Love, aka A Love the Poet, aka Daddy, aka your mom's favorite poet, aka I eat kids snacks. Fuck them kids. <laughs> aka <laughs> it's tax season, and I and if you got kids, run it up. Look, the graham crackers, the Jello, the peanut butter I sandwiches. <laughs> AKA just another nigga in America, AKA I fucks your labor up, AKA overtime queen, bitch. AKA <laughs> the new Zoom lady that says, recording now, I'm going to be the bitch to say, recording now, bitch, talk. <laughs> Welcome it just to got the show. more aggressive. <laughs> See, there you go. Your intro will be getting longer every show, I swear. <laughs> I swear to God. Trying to find a balance, but I get so angry. But fine, <laughs> we could tell you slowly grow more angry. You're like, "Hi, this is," and it ends up with, "All right, nigga, talk." I'm sorry, <laughs> what happened? I get angry. I, I just, I just build. I build. I build. <laughs> you build. It's worse. It's worse in person. AKA, it's tax season. I was like, "Oh, it's taking a turn." <laughs> I love it. Okay, I eat kids snacks. Yeah. <laughs> you threw me with that one. I eat kids snacks. Mm-hmm. Fuck them kids. Respectfully, well, she does. disrespectfully. She does. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. At last, but certainly not least, we have mm-hmm. our guest. <laughs> Runner up of season 19 Hell's Kitchen. She runs her own YouTube channel called Geeks and Grubs. Okay. Mary Lou Davis, everyone. What's up, everybody? Okay, okay, my it's my turn now. <laughs> All right, what's up, everybody? It's Mary Lou, a.k.a. Lou Beasy on the track, a.k.a. Hey. the self-proclaimed champagne shouty, a.k.a. the Prosecco prophet, a.k.a. the effervescence evangelista, a.k.a. I also join a love with eating kids' snacks because I look <laughs> up to that and I respect that shit. A.k.a. What's up? It's me. <laughs> she loves it. She is loving it. I- I want to eat kids snacks like the, just I, I don't know that just resonate with me. I'm just like yes, fuck those kids. I want those snacks. I'm gonna eat them, and I just want to be with you when you're like, man, let's go get some snacks. I'm like, yeah, let's go. 
<laughs> I want to like Heisman a child out of the way and be like, hey, love, take this. <laughs> they got to learn the whole scenario way. in my head. They have Life to learn isn't the hard fair. Way. <laughs> Let's not coddle these kids, okay? <laughs> they already say whatever they want on like Twitter, Instagram, Discord, any other thing. We're going to have real life experience for them. Give me a snack. I, I fight kids. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and throw the world at them. All right. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> you don't need this thing. Oh my god! We thank you so much for being with us. We have been excited, um, hungry. I'm hungry. My oh, just, as well. Yeah, okay. Breakfast time. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's over oh, here. Oh, uh, it's 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 a brunch. It's a cute brunch time. But um, yeah, we we're definitely mm. happy that you're here, and thank you for being here with us today. Um, yeah, you're awesome. You are absolutely welcome. Thanks for having me. This is fun, and thanks for working it working my schedule with your schedule. I know it's kind of weird right now. No, 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 no. Every I think everybody's schedule is kind of like wonky in a sense, but we don't. We always try to make it work. We try to make yeah. it work. Everybody be so busy these days, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to do it. For real. So do you want to you wanna start it off? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to kick it off. We're going we gonna to start with the, the, the seriousness. Ooh, okay. So oh, um, okay. The, the main thing and the thing that we haven't been asking everybody, but we ask most people, <gasps> do you eat the butt bread? No. I no. will like skip the first one and then I go right into the middle. And then no. sometimes I just like the last one, I put those two together. And if somebody comes over, like I feel like a prisoner if I have to eat the butt ends of the bread. A prisoner in my own house. And it's just like I'm not I'm not eating that. I don't like it. What? I don't want it. But it's bread. I guess though. I'm spoiled. It's bread. I don't though, like Mary it. Lou. Come on. <laughs> I I ate the booty end of the bread maybe about four months ago i'll remember because i never eat it and then i have like my roommate she made me breakfast and she gave me the booty end of the bread and i was like are you mad at me like what's what's happening and she's like oh this is all the bread that we had left and i was like are we peasants what's going on can we not go to the grocery store and i just said thank you and i like was just eating it and i was so unhappy the entire time like my soul was just crying like really this is what you uh -oh. become uh -uh. This is who you are now. Uh-uh. <laughs> I've no, been running it, this survey for years. It, it's a whole lot of people that don't eat the butt end of the bread and don't know why. Uh, yeah, I have no idea why. Something's wrong with it. I don't want it. Yeah, we can't fool with it. looks weird. We can't. <laughs> we can't do it. At least I was honest. <laughs> you, were on, you were honest, but I'm going to eat ass of the bread. <laughs> Eat the ass of the bread because we peasants around. Chill. Yeah, Okay. I was, I, no I, it. I was looking at a video yesterday. How to I make, make somebody else get it. Right. That's wild. So as a so as a chef, like you if don't... it's no, that's not even that too. It's like, like if I'm have the if I made myself a fresh loaf of bread and I don't mm -hmm. I don't do that. But if I did, 
I would still cut off that little booty piece and move it to the side and then I'd cut officially. But then I would take the ends of the bread and I would make like bread pudding or something out of it. But I don't want to just, it's not my sandwich. I don't, I don't like the texture of the booty ends of the bread because it's too much of the outside. I'm a girl that doesn't like crust and the whole like booty ends of the bread is a whole thing of crust. I don't want it. I don't like Boozy. Crust. Just boozy. <laughs> there it is. And we we figured Somebody it out. I got it. Don't like crust. The booty I got it. Okay. Bread. Okay. I understand. Yeah, I have now. my own breakthrough right okay. there. <laughs> we can accept. I can accept that because that's an actual Thank you. Thank you. explanation. Sorry, sorry, I had to get had to get a little real. What's your right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Okay. Well, sometimes right. we gotta get a little Thank angry you. to get answers out of people. <laughs> and she she don't eat the booty bread. That's that's okay. Um, I, I respect it. <laughs> Well, um, look, if you give it to me, I'll be forced to eat it out of politeness. Okay. She real nice. If I don't want to eat it, I'm like, baby, I'm not hungry. <laughs> no, nah, I'm from the South. No, I got to be polite. <laughs> um, I think what I wanted to ask you was, was that what, what made you start like cooking? Like, is this, was cooking just something that you did when you was growing up with your family? Um, like how did how did that how did that start? Not necessarily. Like cooking started. I really wish I could tell you the story that I was like, you know, at my mom's knees and I was sitting there stirring the pot. But that's not it. I think I started cooking out of spite, to be honest with you. So I I always like to eat, and so then cooking was just something that I was naturally would do so that I could make more things so that I could eat them. But also, I don't have a really good relationship with my biological father. And then one of the earliest memories I have of him is him and I making pasta together because he was in culinary school and we would like go fishing. We'd gut the fish together. It was just so much fun, but he never graduated from culinary school. So I don't know. I took it upon myself to go in, go straight into culinary school, graduate and then go on a TV show. So I'm like, hey, you got to see me now. Right. So it's been out of spite. Like, don't <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love it. <laughs> But the more I talked about it, I was like, dang, Mary, you you did that. You got some issues. You should talk to somebody about. <laughs> I was like, but I channeled them in positive ways. And that's yeah, it. But yeah. I was like, this wasn't really good at anything else. I've always been a creative person, but I'm not athletic. Not at all. I hate math so much. It's, it's just so bad. I can talk to people, but if I have to like have a lesson plan to teach something at school, I'm, I'm going to bullshit that shit. And eventually the kids are going to find out, or the parents are, and they're like, Mary, what are you doing? I'm like, well, your kid wasn't supposed to snitch on me. That's why I ate their snacks. <laughs> Period. 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 <laughs> I, I dig it. I dig it. Like, so, like, see that, LaShawna? So, <laughs> so, so you wouldn't so you like <laughs> cooking or culinary? You wouldn't, you wouldn't do that unless you could like basically just do it on your own? Like in I, your would, own style? I would teach culinary. I could, yes, I want to do it in my own style. I can teach culinary classes, mm -hmm. but if you ask me to teach anything else, like I just, I just wouldn't be able to. Like I couldn't go into being a teacher, even though I like, I like kids sometimes, or mm, I don't really like adults. If they're kindergartners, I can deal with those because I can give them back, but then I can't <laughs> yell at them. I can't be a teacher. Okay. <laughs> I can be a culinary teacher and that's it. Like that would be fun. Okay. Just because I do like to talk to people. I do like to teach people. I do like to teach the kids how to cook because it's something that wasn't really brought to me. Mm -hmm. And like, I didn't even get into like the culinary classes until 
I was like 16 and I feel like I've missed so much. And especially like you see all these TV shows out there now where these nine-year-olds are baking professional ass cakes. You right. know what I was doing at nine? Watch to Nickelodeon. I was watching the wild thornberries eating cereal. And I was like, bitch, you could have been cooking something. <laughs> I want to teach my kids to do something. So I was like, I can yeah. Fun. I, I went off on a tangent right now. I'm really sorry. I tend to do that. No, you good. No, you good. good. Yeah, good. <laughs> it's, it's good because you because you know your limits. You know what you can and like can't do. So mm-hmm. I think that's like a good way to gauge your range, especially just as an artist. Because I see like the work that you do and cooks and just chefs in general as artists, whether they be professional chefs or like my grandmother who's been cooking since. Jesus was here. Oh wow! You know, you know. Does she so, know some of his favorite foods? Um, I don't know. I'll ask her, but she's probably gonna <laughs> tell me tell me to kiss her ass. So I'll let you know. Yeah, she liked I would, that I too. would love to have your grandma's cooking. Yeah, because it's just it's just yeah, like this might be stories. I'm like, appreciate your grandma's cooking is fire. <laughs> it's because it's, it's crazy. It's crazy just to see like the artistry of just cooking and I think it's more than just like the measuring and the uh the prep work I feel like it's when I look at like you know shows and when I looked at you on Hell's Kitchen it was so it was so much passion and so much like intensity to what you guys do that I'm that I thought to myself I'm like this is more than just measuring this is more than stirring and all this stuff like that's this is like an art for and it's and it looks therapeutic yeah. is, is, is it therapeutic for you as well Absolutely. The I get a lot of like, hey, hey, when you come home, Mary, do you cook dinner after a long day? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But if I'm stressed over something, I, I'll cook myself something just because it takes my mind off of it. And it's not going to be something like, like wildly like eccentric or creative. Sometimes I just really like to make cazio pepe, which, you know, is just like pasta, cheese, lemon and pepper. Like that, that's all it is. And it just makes me happy. And knowing when I need to add in my water, when I need to add in my cheese, now I'm letting it emulsify. And I'm like, yes, there's steps. I can watch that. I focus on those things. Mm. It just makes okay. me feel good. Just chill out, okay. relax, and then eat your food, eat your good food. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. I, and then sometimes I like, I'll just where that... it right down on the floor and I'll just eat. <laughs> and I guess that's where that, that saying is like, um, right. Where you, if you really don't put so much effort into something, it just takes bomb. But if you put all the effort into like cooking something, it's just like, oh, it's all right. It's kind of like you just do it as a fuel oh, yeah. and you do it like for therapy. It's, it's like really, really good. Cause there'll be stuff that I'll cook and I'll cook it like over and over again. But if I'm trying to make it look cute or if I'm trying to impress somebody's daughter or something like that, they'll be like, oh, this not good, girl. I'll be like, mm, bitch, it's okay. But, you know, but if it's just I me say- and I'm just throwing some. And I just throw some shit together. I'm like, this is fire. Like, okay, You're like, where's my audience at? Right. Yeah. But when I'm trying to like, you know, talk to somebody's daughter, I'm just, yeah, I'll be like, girl, it's okay. Like, we, we gonna get naked or not. Sorry, Darren. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like I ain't been hanging I, around you. <laughs> I definitely, I feel that. There's been plenty of times where my, my roommate would, I would show her a bunch of different foods and then she'd eat it and she's like, Mary, this is so good. And I'm like, this is garbage. I've fed you garbage and you don't know any better. So 
I guess that's good for you. But I was like, what if I'm cooking for somebody else? I don't I don't understand what happened. I made this a bunch of times. And then it's because I was trying to impress you. And I'm like, fuck them. Don't impress them, Mary. Impress you. Just me. I'm the only one that matters. Impress myself. Because I let I myself it. down. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> so kind of speaking of which, um, you did mention before we started about kind of how you how you got to to know some of what was on Hell's Kitchen before you got on Hell's Kitchen. And can you tell us oh I guess again froze. Is it me? Did I freeze? No, no, you didn't freeze, I don't think. I Did I freeze? You didn't freeze on my end. Oh, okay. Yeah. So wrong. Either that okay. or I just can't yeah. get my words together today. That's probably what it is. <laughs> I was like, is it me? Am I on the bad Wi-Fi? Nah, it's me. It's <laughs> no. me. It's definitely me. Okay. So, you see me staring? <laughs> <laughs> so, can you tell us how you ended up on Hell's Kitchen and what was your experience like there? Oh, man. That is such a story. Okay. Good question. Okay. So, how I got on Hell's Kitchen was they found me. Um, I... I'd heard the show, like, who hasn't heard of the show? And I think I'd seen, like, an episode or two when I was really young, but he's just yelling at people. And it's something I was like, I never want to be on that show because he's either going to yell at me and I'm going to cry or he's going to yell at me and I'm going to yell back and then get eliminated. It was one or the other. So I was like, I can't do it. And then one day um, I just got a message in my DMs. And it was like, hey, Mary, I'm a casting director for Hell's Kitchen. You want to be on the show? And I was like, this is a scam. So then I Googled that lady and she was actually a casting director. And I was like, she's oh, legit. okay. So then they, I told her, sure. Yeah. I was like, sure. I'll, I'll try to be on the show. And they did, um, they did a, a Skype interview with me. And I think it was the very first interview that they had done for that season. And at the time my hair was all the way purple and they were just um, talking to me back before she asked me a bunch of questions. And I'm just very animated and pretty sure you've noticed I can, I'm an only child and I can pretty much entertain myself. And that's usually what I do. And I guess the interview just went really well. Afterwards, they'd like told me, hey, Mary, you've made it to this process. Now we're going to fly you out to California so that you can talk with the producers. And at that time, I was working at this restaurant in San Antonio called uh, Whiskey Cake. And I was the executive chef. But I was opening a restaurant in Florida, the same company, just a different location. And I told them, um, hey, I got this opportunity to go try and be on the show. Is there any way that I can go for a couple of days to talk about it? And they were they were such haters. It was like, no, you can't go. I kept getting um, told that I'm only going to be on that show because I'm entertaining and nothing else. Um, I had one of the guys take me on a walk. That, that was like our thing. You'd go on a walk so that you could talk to everybody. They're like, man, let's go for a walk. And I was like, fuck. So my third walk today, because it was like the CEO, the CFO, and the corporate chef. Everybody wanted to take a walk with Mary that day. And it was pretty much them telling me, one guy's like, my sous chef was on Top Chef, and he failed on the barbecue episode. And everyone's asking, how does the Texas guy fail on the barbecue episode? And now he can never live that down. And then I got told, I always wanted to be a quarterback in the NFL. And sometimes dreams just don't work out that way. They have to go this way. So then I called the people back at Hell's Kitchen. I told them, thank you very much for the opportunity, but I can't go. Like, I don't I don't want to do this because I just didn't feel like I could do it. And I, I was so down on myself. Mm. And they said, okay, they understand. They'll call me back. And then literally like 10 minutes later, they had that 
woman's boss called me and they're like, Mary, you need to be here. So then I had to um, call somebody else. And I said, hey, if I don't work for this company anymore, can I work for you? And he was like, yeah, Mary, that's fine. You can come and work for me. And I was like, cool. Lo and behold, that motherfucker took a fucking screenshot of that message and then sent it to all my bosses. And so then after that, they were like, fine, Mary, you can go to L.A., <laughs> but you need to be back in two days. <laughs> so that I did everything that was supposed to be in five days in two days. And afterwards, you know, some time passed. They called me. They're like, you're on the show. Let's go. And that, that was everything. Wow. Wow. Damn. Yeah, it was an not ordeal. Not old boy wanted to be a quarterback and his mama told him, you could do whatever you want to do, Jimmy. And not, then he want to be a hater. Boy, if you're going somewhere with your ugly head. I'm sorry. I got mad. I got mad. No, it's so true. Like, I had such a hardship when I came back from Hell's Kitchen. You would think, like, the company would celebrate me, especially they didn't know what place I got, but they knew it was high enough because I didn't come right back. And after the mm-hmm. show was um, airing, first of all, they... They furloughed me for a couple of weeks in the middle of COVID and they lied to me about the reason they did it. And mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure they only furloughed me because I was the black woman there. That's that's the only thing that made sense. Mm. And then when they hired me back, we ended up getting a new CEO like a few months later. And he was asking me a bunch of questions because he knew how much I, how angry I was. And he's like, I didn't know that you were on this show. I said, because nobody in this company cares about me. Okay. You, all you care about is your numbers. And I get it. This is where I work with. But as soon as like this pandemic's over, I'm out of this bitch. Like that, that's it. But they needed me because I run a really good kitchen and I make people feel very comfortable around me and I'm very empathetic. So like the team that I have, like my team, we, we're a fucking family. Like we'll fight for each other. And you can't, you can't pay for that. Like that's relationships you have to build. And I'm really good at that. So they switched everything around. They started like celebrating me, but it was too late. After six months, I left. I was like, thank you so much. Peace. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Like that it that's is. wild because it's it's funny because what I was gonna ask you too later on was how do you deal with um haters and being disciplined enough and stepping like what because it would sound like you just stepped out on faith and just went on ahead and did what you had to do. Like, how do you deal with that pressure and along with already having pressure of being a chef and then running a kitchen and then trying to figure out ways to be innovative like how do you how do you keep um, how do you balance all of that yeah help help them today, um, Thank you. it's <laughs> it's hard like everything you're saying is so right like i i'm a minority i'm a woman in the kitchen i'm i'm young and i'm small and i'm very um i don't want to say obnoxious i'm loud i'm loud and energetic and that's not something you see a lot in kitchens everyone's very like astute and penguinish if that's a if you get what I'm trying to say like they're all kind of the same person and I completely stand out and sometimes it really like bogs me down and I will get really not necessarily depressed but I just will start to get in my own feelings and I have um I have three people now but it was two people then that I always talk to one's my mom my mom's like my best friend and the fact that I don't know. She just helps me have more faith. It's like, it was perfect what you said. Cause even now me picking up my entire life and moving to California, it's been me just believing in me. And that's really hard. Cause there's nobody you can blame for something not going wrong except for yourself. And I'm yeah. just like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, like, like God's got me every, every time something has happened and I feel like I'm in a bad place after a couple of days, 
something happens and everything's better. And I'm like, Mary, Mary, God's got you. Just, just keep believing in yourself. But I also have my best friend, Frankie, and you need those people in your life that are going to be like, I, I'll call her and I say, Frankie, I'm in a bad mood. I need you to tell me about myself. And she's like, you need me to tell you about the baddest bitch that I know? The girl that's over here doing this? Like, she will hype me up. And then when I'm done, I was like, you know, what? you're fucking right. Fuck that hoe. I'm about to do this shit. Like, Frankie riles me up. I love talking to her. I'm like, I don't feel good. I'm in the dumps. She's like, first of all, Mary, it's okay to be sad because we be sad sometimes. I'm like, you right. But you're not going to let the white man bring you down. Frankie's white, too. She's like, you're not going to let a white man do this to you, okay? Because you know if you wear his shoes, I'm like, oh, yeah, because she be getting up more upset than I do. And I'm like, yeah, 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 you're right, Frankie. Fuck this shit. I'm about to do this myself. They ain't seen me before. Shout out to Frankie. Those... Shout out to <laughs> right, Frankie. Right, right, right. <laughs> Frankie is my hype man all the time. So they bring me out of whatever mood that I'm in, but talking it out always helps if i keep it bottled up then i i wear myself down i have to talk it out who's the third hmm. person the third person is my best friend here in california and her name is rosie and, and i feel like rosie and frankie are my soulmates i i ended up finding rosie because the guy that i was dating it was his best friend's girlfriend and we both broke up wow. with those boys and we kept each other and hey, there you go Rosie's just been like she, you know, moving to a completely different state is always hard, especially because like it was just me. Mm -hmm. And then she always I never felt alone because I knew that she was there. But like she checks up on me. She does things that you expect friends to do, but we don't see a lot. Like that's why I think I only have maybe five friends and I have a lot of acquaintances. But Rosie would be like, hey, Mary, last night, I think. She's like, Mary, I was doing ayahuasca the other day, and I just wanted you to know that I saw you. You were this little larva, and then you came out as a butterfly, and I just want you to know that I'm going to be on that journey with you. And like, she, this was before I had, like, I think I went to go visit my mom a few months ago, and she just tells me that. And she just believes in me. I believe in her. We're two strong Black women owning our own business, working together. Hopefully in the next six months, we're like the two black girls owning our business, working together and living together. And I I love that. She really pumps me up and she gives me a different perspective. Hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. That is really beautiful. I like I like how like you how you said stepping out and um stepping again, stepping out of faith, picking up and moving and then building your own family, building your own community and like really y'all just lean on each other for support and for um spirit it feels like spiritual and just mental and all, yes. all of that i love that i love that for you guys for real thank you yeah, yeah. She, she makes me feel great she's one of those people that i just like to exist next to like she doesn't have to talk to me can i just be in the same room with you i just want to sit there do my own things Oh, Darren, that's so cute. It's kind of like oh. us. We're so good. I oh, know, right? I know. Friends forever. Yeah, like I, that's kind of like how our relationship is. Like we're just we like, just oh, randomly met at work, and we just randomly. had the first time we had a conversation. We just had this deep ass conversation, and then we just been stuck together like glue. I love that. That's how you know it's real. <laughs> it's kind of like one of those things. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing? Nothing." Oh, I'm coming over. Okay. Bye. And I'm gonna get yeah. some news. Okay. It's like it's like whatever. It's like you, you don't find too many people like that. And for the longest, people thought we were dating. I'm like, first of all, I'm not with the homosexual activity. 
<laughs> Where my water at? Where my water at? I'm not throwing over here, dress. <laughs> she had to take a big gulp on that one. Big gulp of water on that one. I was like, I'm not gonna say hydrated. <laughs> I did. Um, I had a question about anime. How has anime inspired your cooking, and uh, how important is it to your life? I love anime. <laughs> I told myself like my rap name. I was either gonna go with Amuse Bouche or I was gonna go with Anna Bay, and I was like, "That's cute," but I don't know if it's already out there. I'm gonna look. I'm looking for it. Anyways, anyways, so question <laughs> at hand. Um, anime and like just cartoons in general, all of the the mm-hmm. fandoms, it's really been beneficial in my life because I think it gives me a different way of thinking. But also, like I'm an only child with a single mom who wasn't allowed to go outside because I'm too friendly. My mom was afraid I'd get kidnapped. So the TV and I were really good friends. (laughs) And it's like, that's where like part of the love of food came from because you're watching them eat their food. And I was like, that looks delicious. I want Mm -hmm. one of those. And I've always wanted for, for years to like make a show where I'm just cooking or redoing foods from animes or just redoing foods from fandoms in general until eventually I'm comfortable enough to like do my own version of this is inspired by instead of something you see and Mm -hmm. anime's really helped me with that it's just really helped me it's helped me see that I can do anything and I don't know it just gives me this sense of whimsy and I feel like in the world is just so heavy and bogged down and I feel really light when I do these things and they they just make me fucking laugh all the time I made this one video (laughs) it hasn't it's already edited and I like cosplayed as Bakugo and I was making a really spicy dish because he was like spicy foods. And mm-hmm. then I'm like just literally screaming into the camera. <laughs> and I was like, man, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> and then I had to do like a Skype meeting with the lady who owns the house. And I like, you know, I have this bright um, blonde hair and these red contacts. And she's like, hi, Mary. And I was like, hello, Miss Charlotte. I just want you to know that I'm in the middle of doing something. You know, I don't normally look like this. And she's like, it looks like a fun time. <laughs> thank you i i entertain myself i think it's funny no your show geeks and grubs is hilarious you were fool yes. i swear and um i saw you one time <laughs> you dressed up you had the the dumbledore beard man I was laughing so much, and then I would be in the middle of recording, and the beard wouldn't be on, and I was like, oh, oh, and I would, like, cast the smell in front of the We can edit that out. We can edit that out. <laughs> I'm like, where's the wall? <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that, that was, was, that was much funnest video, like, for me. I think it was, like, the first video that I, like, shot, recorded, and, like, did everything myself. I used to have, like, a team that would help me, which is why I've slowed down on, mm. like, my YouTube stuff, because it's just, like... YouTube and TikTok and Instagram, it's like, it's so much. And then the way that you have to shoot them is so different. And I do better in long form content because I do ramble. And also like my personality is who I am. So whenever Mm. I have to condense everything into these smaller videos, I feel like I'm not giving what I want to. But I have somebody now that is like helping me edit the videos. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Okay, I can can start making like longer content videos and start doing other things. So like Geeks and Grabs, it's going to, it's like there's two episodes coming out, but right now it's gonna it's gonna pick all the way back up again. I'm like, yeah, I just I just want to be ridiculous on camera. That's good. <laughs> That's good. We're looking forward to it. 
Looking we are. Forward to yeah. Oh, and in in inspiration of Geeks and Grubs, I went ahead and made a dish myself. I actually cooked it earlier today, and <laughs> I'm gonna share the whiteboard with you. It is called Qdon, and it's been in a whole bunch of different anime and uh, video games. But I have. Let's see. That thing was, Will it share that thing it? Was, that thing was looking busting too, and you you fake for not like calling me over. Mm-hmm. Look, I'll make friend. it for you one time. I'll make it for you one time. So, uh, no, I don't. I'm, I'm like gonna show y'all. Hand. Okay, I was like, did my phone die? Can, can y'all see it? <laughs> yeah. So, no, it's giving me the little twisty. Ooh. Okay, now I see white. Okay. All right, just white. It's coming. It should be coming. Okay, then. it says who can see this? Okay, it's it's showing up. Okay. Slowly, it's getting there. Now it says loading. Can you dig it? I should just share my screen. That might be fast. I like, you know, I love how raw this is and how like it's and how low key this is little ghetto. I love this. <laughs> you see you see my screen though. <laughs> I feel like I'm at work. Yeah. You see oh, okay. now. Oh, I love that you got your background. Oh shit, dropped it. It's okay. Y'all feel that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that looked dope. Yeah, so my girlfriend set up the background, but I have uh, the gyudon, which is the rice, and the beef is supposed to be over it with the egg on top. I went ahead and fried mm-hmm. the egg, and then I have the dumplings on the side. You fake. That's so fun. I love it. I've done I've done something very similar to this, and it was um, Rengoku's uh, bento box, because he's eating the uh, pretty much the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Except for his egg is hard-boiled. Well, not hard-boiled, but it's a six-minute egg. But I was like, yeah, I did that at, um, I did it for a video, but then I also did it at Brooklyn Comic Con. I've been really working on going to different conventions and just, like, cooking food there. But yours looks fantastic. Oh, thank you. Do I just hold it? Yep, you're back. You're back. (laughs) me. Yeah, you, you good. I'm like, Yo, gosh, can you hear me? Was I frozen? No, you no, we we got what you said. I got what you said. Yeah, I did too. But sometimes it'll just slow down and then it'll catch right back up and keep going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh, we got okay. you. We heard what oh, you said. You guys are back. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, oh. <laughs> so have you been to have you been to Japan before? I have not, and it's um. I'm gonna go 2024. I wanted to go this year, but I was like, Mary, no, you're gonna get your coins together this year. You're the rabbit, okay? Next year, we're going straight up Cisco, mm-hmm. unleash the dragon, and I'm going <laughs> everywhere. That's what I'm you talking know, about. A lot. Hold I've been up, a lot of unleash the dragon lately. That's what I'm talking about. No, because you know what? That album was cute. I I wasn't I'll, I'll mad at it. <laughs> I not wasn't mad at Unleash the Dragon. Do you hear me? Because I know you don't really want to unleash the, unleash the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is so good. <laughs> he was ahead. He was ahead of his time, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I love the beginning. I don't know if it's necessarily his songs, but I do love his songs when they start out and he's just talking at first and there's real dramatic music in the back. And I was like, yes, let's go. Like I always in my mind I see him like rising from pillars, being like 
I know nobody expected this. And I'm like, they this, didn't, let's yep. go. <laughs> I, I love this shit. <laughs> Uh, did you, you know, know he, that at his wedding he sang the thong song? You would think he'd sing what is it, an irreplaceable, un, unapre- unapologetic. You know he's got that like that one love song. But then in the middle of his wedding, he's like, "I'm about to sing the thong song." So I'm pretty sure his like wife walks down, <laughs> and then all you hear is that violin. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> 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 and his wife is probably just like, I told you not to sing the song. <laughs> Ooh, that dress so scandalous. I was like, I wish I could have been at that leave, wedding. Leave it to niggas. <laughs> make it niggerish. Leave it to niggas. Yes. Yes. Leave it to them. God, it's like we can't have one thing. No. No, no we got we gotta that. make we have to make it nigga. Like, we just gotta put some nigga into it. <laughs> Speaking of which. Have you seen that damn, um, it's a video, I, I've been asking people this, on, I think it's on Vice, and they're talking about Blacks and cosplay and stuff like that. And no, how, I like, haven't. Okay, so if you type it in, it talks about, like, Black people and anime, and it talks about, like, them cosplaying and stuff, and it talks about the people um, getting upset. <laughs> getting upset because they're like, oh, well, you're cosplaying this character and the character's not black and they'll say like racial things about cosplay black cosplayers and stuff like that and I was wondering like have you ever went through any of that or like what what do you what's your take on that um I am very fortunate actually to never have gotten that um but Mm -hmm. I do know that when I first started cosplaying I was only cosplaying people of color and I was or I was cosplaying people of color that were like blue or pink or purple and Mm -hmm. I it took me a while to actually step out and do another character and it wasn't until what because I started following I think I started cosplaying in 2019 and Mm -hmm. so I started following just like other cosplayers of color and I'd see them do be different characters and I that's when I started to feel like it was okay but Mm -hmm. I haven't haven't really ever had to face that kind of like racial discrimination when it comes to my cosplay. In fact, I get more hate from the culinary community than I do from the cosplay community. Seriously? Like I get I get a lot so of hate from the culinary community where they think that my stuff is um childish. My stuff doesn't look good. For a while, like I would get really nervous to post stuff because mm-hmm. I didn't want my peers to think that I can't cook or to think that I'm childish or to not respect me. And I'm like, I've been working in this industry for so long that I have a really good resume. And it wasn't until going on Hell's Kitchen that I feel like I had that validation where it's like, hey, Mary, you can actually do this. And I just want the respect from like my peers. So I get I get a lot of shit from it. Um, They talk about like my hair all the time. Um, I won't necessarily be racially discriminated. I think it's only happened a couple of times with like my food, but for the most part, they just like attack just me. But whenever mm. I do my cosplays, I usually get a lot of like support from it. And I'm, uh, I, I love my cosplay community. I feel yeah. accepted no matter what, like I could buy something from the store or I could make something and I'm just going to get so much love no matter what, because I stepped out of a box and they're like, you yeah. do that. Great job. We're going to support mm. you. I, I love that about this community. And that's crazy because a lot of culinary um, dishes and a lot of culinary just things have came from people of color. And yes, do you make sure that um, with the upcoming generation and 
do you do you try to make sure that you educate people or um like really push people to still be their authentic self no matter what their color is? Absolutely. I've been really working on trying different foods from different um different nations, different regions. I think the Starfire video that I just put up, I made a Filipino dish and it's like I researched it. I never I was talking to one of my other chef friends, he's a white guy. And we're doing like a pop-up together and he makes pasta. And he's like, what do you want to make? And I was like, I want to make fucking ramen. Let's make Naruto's ramen at this pop-up. Like it'll sell out. People love that shit. And he's like, I don't know, Mary. We don't really have things to make ramen. We're more Italian. I was like, you're right. And then he goes, also like, what's that going to look like? The white guy over here making ramen. And it just made me feel really bad because when does like appreciation go into appropriation? Why can't I make another culture's food? I'm not over mm -hmm. here saying it's mine, but... I appreciate your culture and I'm learning about it through food. Like I have so many instances where I meet people and I meet them through their food. Like that's how a lot of things will resonate with me. Like my, my neighbor, cause I'm from Texas and my neighbor is, I'm pretty sure that Alfredo's family's from Mexico, but they would like, we'd make um, cabrito together, which is like, go to, we make tamales and they would teach me how to do all these things. And mm. I, I'm not Mexican. So all of a sudden I can't make it because I'm not that race. It really sent me into a tizzy. I, I was so frustrated by it. And so I want to bring that to the world because you shouldn't, food shouldn't be intimidating. And that's my whole brand is I don't want to intimidate anyone. I want you to get excited. I want you to see that I mess up and then I just keep going. Cause that's literally what I do in my life too. It's like, I fucked it up. I'm gonna make it work. That's fine. We'll figure it out. And yep. that's, that's what I want to bring to people. There's so many things that I see where food just comes off. It's beautiful, but it's so intimidating where I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to eat that. I don't know if I could eat that. If I do eat it, am I not going to hit the palate the way that it's supposed to? Cause you know, you'll hear people talk where you have these notes and that notes. And I was like, well, it was really small. So I, I don't know how you got all that, but <laughs> it was good. <laughs> like I, I want to be inviting. Yeah, I always wanted that. I'm like, it's like, oh, it's so exquisite. Bitch, you took one bite and it's gone. Like, you need right. a microscope to fucking see it. Right. And then they, they be, <laughs> <laughs> nah, fix me something I can get nasty with. Okay. Yes. Like, if I'm going to have something small, there needs to be a lot of small things. Like, if it's small, I like a course to dinner. But if I'm just like, here's your one plate. And I was like, you charge me $140 for this. I'm going to leave here hungry. You better, I better not ever pay that amount of money and leave somewhere hungry. I swear for Lord, I swear to God, I better not. <laughs> that should make me so upset. And, like, my the chef that I work with now, he's like, Mary, well, now, now you understand why we serve the small portions because you want to tantalize the palate. And I was like, well, can I fill up the palate? Let's right. let's do that. Right. I don't I don't need a little sample. I I'm hungry. I'm right. gonna tantalize a ass whooping because I'm still I just yeah. money. I'm hungry. <laughs> I was like, somebody is going to feed me. We need to figure this out because I'm not leaving right now and I'm not paying any more money. Curie poo. <laughs> Sorry, Darren. Sorry. Why are you apologizing for that? Because you, because you, because you know you're like my balance of like, because you know I'll be like, and then mm. you, you're my balance. But yeah, okay, go ahead, Dan. That's what yeah, everybody be saying. You remember that introduction? <laughs> it was like she actually got real aggressive in like that 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, nigga, talk. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, what you got? I know you got good spicy questions because mm. I'm saving. I'm saving my last one because I got to ask about my baby. 
<laughs> no, you said a you said a word. Um, talking about when does appreciation meet appropriation? That's a good question, and something I know I'm going to explore later. Um, I'm trying to think if I had any other questions. Um, yeah, yeah, I did have some. So, asking for a friend. Um, how do we get in the Hell's Kitchen? Like, can we just show up? How do you or... get in it? Yeah, you you could just show up. They're probably gonna turn you away because you just showed up. But mm. you just gotta like call and like make a reservation <laughs> stuff. And I I be feeling really bad because people are like, Mary, look, I'm at Hell's Kitchen, and I'm like, I know you think that I can make a phone call and be like, hey, my friends are there. I can't do that. <laughs> uh, I would call them and be like, this is Mary Lou, and they'd be like, yeah, sure, okay, whatever. What do you want? And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm done. Uh, so like I can't give you any type of hookup. Uh, that's, that's that's all I got. But you know what? Oh they got a website. You know, you just you just sign up on a reservation list. Okay, because I'm going. I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna go in there. So um, I know I know my homegirls. You something in this step up in here. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. I'm that bitch that'll try. <laughs> I don't care. I just want I you to know, like, this thing kind of froze, but all I heard was you and that hype at me. I don't know what you said, <laughs> but it was funny. <laughs> that was say, I was going to say, I know my homegirl, Miri. Miri. <laughs> let me in, honey. Yes. <laughs> let, let, let her in. Hey, don't show up trying to get at Gordon. <laughs> My last question is about my baby daddy. I know he's one of the <laughs> people. Well, listen to me. I love this. <laughs> I love him so much. Allow me to have my moment because if my baby daddy sees this, I want him to cuss me out. I really do because when he be calling people stupid, he be like, you fucking moron. I'm like, oh! me to the king. Do you hear me? I love that. And I feel like I feel like we would make so much passionate love and have children. There's a lot going on in this. What is yeah, he it like is. You know he's married, right? <laughs> she she don't care. With kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> kids. She, she ready to be the sneaky link? <laughs> <laughs> sneaky as hell. Hey, Gordon. But <laughs> I need to know, like, really, like, what is he like? Is he always just like? Did he come up to you and be like, "Oh, Mary Lou, that looks great," but fuck you, like, did, did, like, what was he like? <laughs> Gordon's great. Like, like, Jeff Ramsey is fantastic. He, he's two different people because, like, you see his television shows where he's talking to the kids and he's really nice, or when he's like dressing up as old people going through drive-throughs. Like, he's got a sense of humor and he's funny. But once he steps into the kitchen, all that's gone. And mm. I feel like that's a, a very like personality because Marco straightforward. You have to be consistent, and he is brought up with that Michelin star mentality where they're not really playing around in the kitchen. I'm making this dish. Like you guys have all seen the bear. I have it. It, it gives me PTSD. <laughs> but uh, you all see the bear, and they're brought up with all that. So when he gets into the kitchen. He's just like a different person, but also he's still very like 
nurturing and very nice. There were plenty of times where I'm doing something. He's like, Mary Lou, don't do it that way. Do it this way. I'm like, yes, chef. And he also makes a lot of like snide remarks. A lot of them are funny. I don't think anybody ever, he had talked about my wig one day and I thought it was so fucking funny. <laughs> also, I think he's colorblind because I was purple and he kept calling it pink. And I was like, y'all need to check on this man. I think he got high <laughs> blood pressure or something because he's seeing pink when this is clearly purple. And the other day he was just like, Mary Lou, you and your wig come over here. And I was like, no, you did not just call me out. <laughs> and he's like, I'm just joking. I said, no, 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 I appreciate the joke. I just wasn't ready for it. I didn't know it was going to come from you. Like, I expected my other friend to say that. But like, man, bring your wig over here. That's a bitch. Don't be jealous because you know I look cute. Please. <laughs> but he's really silly. Um, He's very nice. And then mm -hmm. the only thing is on the TV show, it just, it's just kind of edited that way. Like, no, he yells. He will yell at you. But they don't show you, like, the six times that people messed up. And so he's like slowly getting angrier and angrier. You only just see that one time. You didn't see mm -hmm. like fuckface over there burn his first day. You didn't see the girl not communicate right. You didn't see this one person drop some shit on the ground. You didn't hear some person not listen. He's like, did you say it? Did you say yes or no? He's like, uh, uh, chef, uh, uh, what? And then later on you get that last straw where he's like lost his mind. And that's the, always the one that gets recorded because they're like, it's coming, mm -hmm. it's coming. There was like so had one time where the blue team got kicked out. Yeah. Uh, he he loved me. My mom feels it all the time because she was there and she's like, I've never seen him hug somebody so many times. And I was like, I don't know. Chef loves me. Like, I call him Chef Dad. Don't worry. You, he's yours. Like, he's your daddy. He's just my dad. Because, you know, I got I got, I got got father issues. So I, I be collecting father figures. And so he's he's in there. He's on my list of mm -hmm. father figures. But. He's really sweet to me. Um, I think one of the times I was in Hell's Kitchen and the blue team got sent away. And then like the red team, we finished all our stuff. And they're like, Mary, go to the boys' side and clean up. And like, I'm wiping down one of the tables and there's like little bits of fish. And I was like following the fish. Next thing I know, I look up and I was like, how the fuck is it on the ceiling? What is this? So I guess he like smashed that shit really hard and it flew everywhere well, that, was, that was a really interesting day for me oh wow it was like that scene in daddy daycare where that kid like mm -hmm. hoped and that it was like everyone he's all like <laughs> yeah yeah that was me <laughs> i was like what the fuck How's the fish on the ceiling? <laughs> so so y'all had long recording days it sound like when whenever y'all would like record we did something every single day except for sundays and we were there for like three and a half weeks and you'd get up at like seven or eight. Um, we would have whatever breakfast if we wanted to. Like we had food there. I would eat egos every day. And then I would offer them to like the staff whenever they would hook our mics up. I was like, Lalo, you want some egos? You know, I eat them every day. He's like, nah, man, I'm good. One of these days, you don't want one of these egos. I know it. <laughs> and I'm not going to have it. So we get ready at like uh, seven o'clock. They'd call us into like the kitchen at, um, at about eight. Because you have like... Your dorms are here, and then you take a little da da da, and then you're in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So we go in, go into the kitchen. You'd see how it would be set up because there'd always be a different challenge. And we did like mm -hmm. the challenge every day in the morning, and you could tell if we were cooking or not because I would always look at Chef Ramsey's shoes. If he was wearing mm -hmm. his kitchen shoes, I knew we were doing kitchen stuff. If he was wearing his Jordans, I'm like, okay, we outside. Like he he over <laughs> here stunning all. There people. you go. And he's got very big feet. Very big feet. I put my foot next to his once when he wasn't paying attention. I was like, damn, dad, you see this? Ooh, that's so, the last you know. thing you should have told A-Love. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I just wanted to bring it to our attention. It, massive. 
I'm on my way. I'm on my way, Gordon Bay. I'm on my way. Oh, I do that. I love Ramsey. <laughs> oh, that sounds so nice, though. It really does. You know, like some things don't work. No, A Love Ramsey sounds good. It sounds like a poem. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I just, I'm just over here helping. I believe in love. That's all this is. I just want to support you. I'm just over here enabling. A Love changing, Ramsey. Changing my Instagram today. I was like, that That just sounds good. That sounds delightful. Oh, sounds my like God. Sorry. Um, what was I saying? Okay, so yeah, we recorded the challenge in the morning, and then after the challenge is over, then everyone has to go into like the little room to do a confession over what happened in the challenge. Then they go and get ready because the winners of the challenge get a prize, and the losers have to go to the punishment. So we'll go do that for a couple hours, and then we meet again, maybe like 45 minutes before service starts, and then we go out, and then we'll shoot all of service, which is about three or four hours, and then we're done with that. Um, we go in and do, what is it, the elimination, and then they'll talk to us again, and then we go to bed. And all that takes like, I don't know, 12, 13 hours. Like, you, it's the entire day. Dang. Golly. Yeah, it's, it's like culinary boot camp. Hmm. Okay. But, that, but y'all learn. That's a long time. But it's like, it sounds like you, it sounds like an AP course. <laughs> Right? That's yes, it does. Like. like, we're going to condense this for you and you're going to get everything you can. I'm like, the AP course over the summer? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like Gordon it was... came here and say, oh, like, okay, y'all know y'all was in that regular culinary class for like the basic bitches. This is AP culinary for like, we're going to teach you all this shit in three weeks, bitch. Be ready. <laughs> like, what? Three weeks, let's go. Sleep, let's go. You don't know her anymore. <laughs> okay. That's all I got. I just, but if you see my baby daddy, send him your way. Send him my way. Like, you ever heard of A Love Ramsey? He'd be <laughs> like, who is that? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, just just, just keep your mind open, Chef. <laughs> keep like, your mind open. Good. I think you, this, is a, this is a good moniker. You need this. <laughs> I love him with that little fin in his head. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay, I'm sorry. Damn, that's, I, that's oh, I apologize yeah. for nothing. I'm done. That's all I had. You've been apologizing the whole show. I don't know what you apologize for. <laughs> Let me write this down. A love Ramsey. It's just so good. It, it sounds like like a poem or like a chapter in the book. It's like, hey, what's next? A love Ramsey. Oh, what's this about? Girl, it like, looks wow, good. This is interesting. It, it looks good. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> in closing, I usually give it to the guests first. What do you want to say to the people? What do I want to say to the people? Oh, you put me on the spot. Um, okay, all right, Mary, you got this. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Um, what is it? I'm rambling now. I wasn't ready. Um, to everybody out there, thank you so much for your love and support. Please continue. I I need all of it that I can have. Uh, you can find me on. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitch, all on Geeks and Grubs. Twitch um, too? We have geeksandgrubs.com. Oh. I'm on Twitch. I There's no videos on there. They're coming, but I'm going to do my live just cooking videos because I don't have to edit any of those. I can just cook with people and drink, and mm. that's all I want to do. So that's getting set up. I just wanted to get the Twitch before somebody stole my name because you know that hoes in these streets. So, you know it. My name. I got it. You know mm -hmm. it. You catch me. 
catch me on all that. Um, I'll hopefully I'll be doing some type of pop ups coming up in your uh your neighborhood. The next one I'm doing is going to be in about two weeks in March in Milwaukee. And then I'm going to do another one April 1st that is going to be in Sonoma County in California. And that one's going to be a whole voodoo princess and the frog inspired one. I'm really excited for it. Still finishing up the menu. Ooh, that's gonna be nice. I know. It's gonna be so fun. Ooh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a nap after you eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want you to be like very man, that was that was that was good. You know, when you're on bike your pants a little bit, you gotta put your shirt over it so nobody knows. My name Raymond. <laughs> Raymond. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. That's all I got. Thanks, guys. No, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for gracing us with your presence and making us laugh too. That's <laughs> that's great. We <laughs> we love it. Oh, no. oh, I ain't really got nothing saying closes. I'm, oh. I'm just I'm just here. <laughs> See, just oh. my love, now now you can close us because you already started us off. So now you, you got but... it. You got it. It's all yours. What is it, nigga? Hush. Hello, <laughs> this is a love Ramsey. Um, I just want yes. to let you know that you can do whatever you want to do, and if people hate on you, they mama's probably a hoe. And I said mm. it. Um, I seconded. Chase your dreams. If your mama say that you can be a quarterback, you probably can't be a quarterback, but you can probably get. <laughs> You can probably get a ribeye and get a fat back. But um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for always supporting Cozy MF Boots. Please go check out my homegirl, Mary Lou. Anyway. Okay, kid, okay, we be kids snacks. It's tax season. Don't have busted wigs. Don't have busted weaves. There's no fucking excuse. Mm. Mm. I got to get my weave done. But, um... That's all I got. Here you poop. I loved it. I loved it. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. This is so beautiful.